thewellnesscouch.com, streaming wellness into your lives. Welcome to This Week in Wellness with Brett Hill. Real news, real health, real quick. Hi, I'm Brett Hill. And this week in wellness, scientists from Harvard University have advised couples to wear masks while having sex and suggest they should be advised to engage in sexual activity via telephone, video chat services, or masturbation in order to reduce the risk of spreading the coronavirus. The study, published in the Annals of Internal Medicine, ranked activities on a scale from lowest to highest risk, with abstinence and masturbation at the lowest risk end, and sex with people from other households at the higher risk end. The researchers, led by Dr. Jack Turbin, wrote, For some patients, complete abstinence from in-person sexual activity is not an achievable goal. In these situations, having sex with persons with whom they are self-quarantining is the safest approach. This follows on from another study published in the JAMA by a senior expert from the Thai Disease Control Department that suggests people should refrain from sex for 30 days after overcoming COVID-19, as 16% of infected men were shown to have traces of virus in their semen. This contradicted an earlier study. As always, the links are in the show notes. Now, I don't want to be accused of trivializing COVID-19. This has been a worldwide epidemic. There is no doubt in my mind that this disease is real. Contrary to some of the claims out there and, and some of the skeptics out there around that, but the reaction to it, I think, has shown a fair degree of irrationality. I think there's been so much conflicting information and conflicting advice flying around the world, and I just feel like this is a great example of it. You know, I think really going forward, better data, better research, and less hysteria is needed in terms of how we approach not only recovering from the coronavirus and opening back up our communities, but also approaching similar viruses and similar challenges in the future. The biggest concern for me around coronavirus and how it's been handled is what happens next time? Are we going to go through this whole thing again? Or are we going to create better systems and better procedures to better manage these sort of problems going forward? I think the best thing we can do now is really try and avoid some of this hysteria, avoid the you know research showing one thing and then showing another thing. So many of these short-term studies, these quick studies that are coming out trying to show this or show that really are just confusing us more than anything. I think we give it some time There'll be some better research come out. We'll be able to draw better conclusions and have better data to work from. In the meantime, I think what we need to focus on doing is building up our immune system. And there are many things that we know we can do that I've talked about on this show already before that are going to boost our immune systems and help support our immune systems. And and often it's just the simple things around diet and lifestyle and exercise. And doing the simple things really well is often the best thing you can do to boost your immune system. And at the same time, we need to focus on reducing our chronic disease load. Once again, it's the rate of chronic disease in our society that's made this coronavirus just so deadly. And so, once again, doing the very simple things well is the best thing you can do to help reduce your chances of having one of those chronic lifestyle-related diseases. So, use some common sense. Don't get caught up in the hysteria Don't get caught up in the confusion around coronavirus and what's going on. Do what you can to look after yourself. Listen to the government advice where required and do the simple things really, really well. You've been listening to This Week in Wellness with Brett Hill. To continue the conversation, find us on Facebook at facebook.com forward slash This Week in Wellness. If you like this episode, please leave us a review on iTunes. And for more information about this and other projects from me, head to drbretthill.com.
www.thepodcastmaker.com. This has been a production of thewellnesscouch.com. Check us out on Facebook and join in the conversation on facebook.com forward slash thewellnesscouch. Subscribe to each show on iTunes and check us out on Twitter. The Wellness Couch, streaming wellness into your lives. Whilst the Wellness Couch presenter endeavor to provide accurate and helpful information to their listeners, these podcasts cannot take into account individual circumstances and are not intended to be a substitute for health and medical advice from a qualified health professional. You should always seek the advice of a qualified health professional before acting on any of the information provided by any of the Wellness Couch podcasts.